Welcome to Politically Pissed, the podcast that is bigly excited for Space Force. Their guns blessed us to the system. Yeah, fuck them when we say we're not with them. We're solid and we don't need to kick them. This is no Southeast or Western. Welcome to Politically Pissed. I'm your host, Saeed Charbini. I'm here with my co-hosts, Katya and Eris. Go ahead and say hi, y'all. Hi. What's good, y'all? Well, today we don't have a guest because it's the end of session and there's a municipal election coming up and everybody is busy. We decided we would do a legislative recap, talk about some things going on in the legislature, maybe talk a little bit about some candidates we like and don't like for the municipals, and a few things like that. So let's go ahead and get started. I think today we wanted to start with the, um, let's see here. Alex Valdez, Brittany Pedersen, and Faith Winter have decided the Colorado Clean Pass Act is a bill that they wanted to move on. Um, I don't know if it's passed yet. I don't know if Polis has signed it quite yet. But uh, you guys want to talk about it a little bit? No, I, I would like to start off by saying, you know, we won the House and we now have a majority state of Democrats and um, we have continued to watch them fuck it up for themselves. And this is one of those things that is completely an elitist agenda being pushed by the whitest white people and it benefits the whitest white people why should they not have to pay for hov lanes i don't know maybe because they just don't want to and because they can afford an electric car i've looked at the price tag of some of the electric cars especially with gm rolling off the getting rid of sedans and different things i'm like yeah, so I'm a millennial. I don't get paid that much. I don't have like 35, 40 grand just laying around. Like That's like the cheap one, too. That, that is the cheap one. Of course, these people are probably feeding into the thing about te- Tesla drivers. Um, yeah. I will refer you to South Park people. Here's my <laughs> here's my problem. The, by the way, all those legislators except for uh, Faith are technically millennials. Uh, technically. Technically. Alex Valdez ran on the fact that he's Latino on his Latino last name and he hasn't done jack shit for Latinos in in all of his four months as legislator. Well, no, no. He's going to let them drive in the HOV lane for free if have they have an electric car. <laughs> <laughs> my, ass, my ass will never be driving a electrical... <laughs> I, I don't even know if I'll ever have a new car. And I'd probably drive <laughs> to the side of the highway. Yeah, <laughs> driving straight is not your strong point. <laughs> but as do as do many Mexicans. But um, yeah, I didn't say that. Alec- Neither did I. <laughs> but Alex Valdez, it's shameful that you ran on your last name and you're not. You don't help Latinos. I said it. It is shameful. Uh, yeah, I agree. Well, this is a fuck up of everybody, right? Like, yeah. this is the Democratic Party saying that we are going to do this thing. We are going to be more progressive. We are going to push for bills that are going to be beneficial to our community. And that is how they won the election cycle. And then they turn around and they spit in your face and they go, hey, yeah, so this electric car thing, man, we really <laughs> into it. Like, we just don't want to pay for other shit. <laughs> On a positive note, I'm seeing the bill history here. And it says that it was killed in the, or po- postponed indefinitely on the in the House Committee on Finance. Metiste la pata, Alex Verles. I don't know if he'll understand what you said. I don't, I don't think know. he will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. that's a good thing, but it also just says that we've been in this for four months and they've wasted somebody's yeah. time. Well, and I'll say um, Alex Verles has another bill 
sort of along the same lines called Community Solar Garden Modernization Act. Uh, this one is about creating bigger community solar gardens. Uh, does anybody want to take a wild guess at what Alex Valdez's career is about? Doesn't, mm, he, own, doesn't he own a company that installs solar panels? That he does. <laughs> Bingo. I feel like I'm picking on him a little bit, but I just had his pulled up right now from doing the Colorado Clean Air or Clean Act one that were Clean Pass Act. Yeah, no, he seems to do things that benefit himself, and that is probably a disturbing trend. Well, so I hey, yo, people, if you want to vote him out, give him out the paint. I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, being a legislator sometimes is a a very hard job, and you don't get a lot of thanks for it. Mm-hmm. But there are some. Very then don't do it if you don't. Yeah. If you need well, praise well, and yeah. to be fair. Like I have some people I really like in the legislature who really do it, and they they work hard, and they don't get a lot of things, but they love doing the job, and they do a good job. That's what you're supposed to do, though. Yeah. Right. Like I know I would be a horrible legislature. I know I wouldn't like it, yes, and I know I don't want people to complain to me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't run for office. <laughs> That's what comes with. True it. enough, friend. Distinction right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean if you're if you're going to this job looking for thanks, praise, and stuff like that, no, I think you're going it's in the a wrong profession. Job. It's yeah. a grueling job. I just, uh, but apparently, if you're Alex Valdez and you're running to line your pockets and get yeah. some privileges that other people don't have, apparently, it's great for him. It seems to work out well for him. Uh, <laughs> but you know, honestly, though, it's it's these policies that are obviously tailored to a certain category of people, and it's not necessarily even just race; it's more of a socioeconomic. Yeah. I mean, yes, but socioeconomics also follow the demographic follow the demographics around race. They do. And they correlate a bit most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, this is definitely one that is for anybody who is in the position of privilege to be able to afford a very nice car that most people can't. Yeah. Moving on, uh, I'd like to talk about something that I think really started this whole podcast and brought us to where we are now. Brought us together. It's it's the workplace harassment. <laughs> There's, there's been some build. No, oh, I mean this is together? yeah. This is what started everything oh, for us. I okay. mean, if you want, I want you to take the lead on it because yeah, sure. you are the one that sort of um, did all I this. I was yeah. told a a reporter asked myself and another uh, girl to uh, write a letter to the editor, and and they were we were ready to go. And I was told by somebody very top in the Democratic leadership that if we were to do this, we would never work in the Capitol again. Do you want to work in the Capitol again? I'm sorry. like It doesn't pay well. The people are shitty. Obviously, the work environment's not a very good environment. Exactly. Well. I mean, our Capitol's full of a bunch of Joe Bidens. Wait a minute. You you called me Joe Biden in 2015 a lot. I don't know. But getting back. Did you touch a lot of people then, weirdly? No. I was just Just the governor's horse. (laughs) Wow. Anyhow, if we were to write that, we would never. Yeah. It's always good to leave that uh, option open. I'm going. I think we're going to write that letter anyhow. So who told you you shouldn't do that? Name names. We will. Uh, no, no, we will. The, just who was it? It'll be after sessions over. I will say. No. No. It'll be a good. No. Letter. This isn't going to air until after sessions over. She said no. It's gonna when sessions over. <laughs> it'll be after session. I will tell. No. No. Oh wait, wait, wait. Can we just talk about this for a second? Will I stop? No, no. I mean. Okay. No, I want to do this on air. On air. Okay. Because. Why are you intimidated by the party that you have served and you were supposed to? Yeah, it's supposed to be looking out for people. And the whole like, point of this, the to fact call that they're shit? intimidating you to not write a letter, to not name names, to not talk about an event at our capital that was rampant. 
It's yeah. rampant. It's still it, rampant, yeah. So And why, they failed to move on to do anything to correct it. So maybe we maybe we don't need Democrats anymore. Maybe no. we actually have to get rid of our Maybe maybe I'm going independent, everybody. <laughs> maybe I'm going independent. He's announcing it live on the show. <laughs> no, for real though, he makes the point. It's like if if we're not going to hold them accountable, if we're going to succumb to them, how are we any better than those that we're trying to fight against? This sounds like Republican stuff, huh? Yeah. It's not Republican. Yes, no, it's no it sounds like the Republican Party, right? Hey, you fall in line. Yeah. And now that's oh, what you're doing. Oh, that's very Democratic, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's a problem. Having said all that, we're who gonna told write, you? We're going to write the letter. That's all I'm saying right now. Write your letter. But tell name us names who, in it. Yeah, name like, names in it. Name names now. Like, what okay. are you waiting for? It'll be on the next episode. Okay. We're we'll move on past it. it, then. Uh, what was the next bill we wanted to talk about? <laughs> immunization? Uh, yes, immunization. House Bill 1312. Let us discuss House Bill 1312 from this year for immunization. Why are we trying to allow people to not immunize their children? What exactly does the bill do? Because I don't think the government can actually take children and immunize them against the will of, of parents. We can... Try to you can keep them from going to public school exactly. if they don't immunize their kid. Exactly. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, so am I. I'm okay with putting um, <laughs> Would create a standard exemption for parents and guardians who want to exempt their child from immunization from school. Uh, so it would create a pathway Parents who choose not to vaccinate their children have... Uh, so yeah, it develops a standardized form for submission process to claim medical exemption to an immunization and develop a standardized form and submission process to claim a religious or personal belief exemption to an immunization. Now, what's a personal it belief? It also, like, does something for tracking. Apparently. I think that's the yogis that are like, I don't believe it's, like, holistic, man. <laughs> something like that? Yeah, like, yeah. I have a lot of personal beliefs. I mean, that they're just gonna, seems like bullshit to me. They're going to develop educational materials regarding immunization to distribute to healthcare providers, require required to present immunization exemption information during its annual SMART Act hearing and required to use the existing immunization tracking system. What's the tracking system now? Do you know? I know you work in healthcare. There's not one. There's uh, not one. Okay, so... Outside of, <laughs> like, public schools report. Public schools, like, most public schools report immunization numbers, but it's not a great standard of, like, health tracking um, from my understanding on it. They do, they do give waivers for. There's a there's a national program that reimburses families for people who have been injured by vaccines. In 2014, there was a, a similar bill that failed because of uh, the people coming down I-36 from Boulder. Yeah, my father uh, testified in favor of this bill because of all of the uh, immunodeficiencies we have in our family at what risk this would put a lot of our family, um, a bunch of not immunized children. I, I think it, it did fail. It was sponsored by Senator Aguilar and Dan Pabone at the time. So let me read this last little part here real quick, though, because yep. I think it, it sums a lot of what we're doing here up. It says, requires a practitioner who is a licensed physician, physician assistant, or advanced practice nurse to submit immunization and medical exemption data to the immunization tracking system. However, the practitioner is not subject to a regulatory sanction for noncompliance. So if you do it, good. If you don't do it, whatever. Yeah. Because so we're not going to know who's immunized and who's not. Like, Yeah. I'm, 
immunization sucks, right? Because honestly, get your kids immunized. I know everybody listened to that person who was on some weird MTV show. I can't remember her name right now. Oh, Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, everybody listened to (laughs) Jenny McCarthy, whose claim to fame on science is that she, at one point, was considered a work of art by some people. What? But, like, outside of that, there's no good science that says that you shouldn't get your kids immunized. Actually, all good science says that you should. And when you are the one person holding up the one little article you read on the internet saying, well, this says my kid will get all of these horrible things if I get them immunized. Isn't that one article, like, not even a medical study? It is not. It was a debunked medical study in London. Yeah, so you're going to be the one person going, hey, here's the weight of science. Science says that we should do this. But then we should also be used to that in America because we also don't believe in things like climate change. And angels. (sighs) Angels don't exist. No, no, they do not. God doesn't exist. Nothing exists. It's all wow, wow. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and just. Yeah, it's my belief. I'm not gonna force that upon anybody else. If you want to believe in some crazy shit, that's their problem. Yes, that's just me. You know, um, not vaccinating your children is not believing in. That's different. Crazy shit. That's actually putting people in danger. Um, including people who are recovering from other autoimmune deficiencies like cancer. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Oh, mutants a lot more like people me. in danger. Mutants like me. Mutants. Yeah. Well, and just old people. Like, man, <laughs> what are these kids going to be responsible for killing their grandpappy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, true. mommy, how did grandpappy die? Well, you gave him mumps. Because <laughs> we didn't give you a shot to stop it. Like, it... It just becomes a ridiculous thing. Um, and then we look at what's happening in New York right now where you have an outbreak of the measles. I don't know the last time the measles were a thing, but guess what? It's back. <laughs> I guess it's great to not vaccinate your children if you realize at five that you've made a mistake and you don't want them anymore. Can I <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I don't know. It's one of those things. We'll vaccinate see what happens. Vaccinate your children protect the community save lives yes and if you are a practitioner you know report the data everybody needs to know it's one of those things and we probably should penalize all of the physicians who don't because guess what we control medical license here we shouldn't make this a priority most pediatricians have like uh they won't let non-vaccinating families into their practice that makes sense so just don't yeah. even let them in the door yeah. If you're not going to follow his instructions or yeah, her instructions Yeah, everybody else is going to get sick. Exactly. I mean, why would you trust the person who went to medical school and then went to residency and then studies all the stuff and then sees thousands of six kids a year? I don't, I don't know but, why you wouldn't listen to them. But, <laughs> but somebody in your yoga class told you to read an article online. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, shout out to my yoga class. <laughs> I know y'all don't do that shit. <laughs> I read about this salve from the jungle. <laughs> okay, so there is. I want to move on to a different bill now. I just I was looking through the topic parts and it says court and judicial, and it made me remember that there was a bill that was put forward recently, and I think Mike Wiseman was on it, but I'm not sure if because I remember I spoke to him about it a little bit, but it was about sealing of criminal records for convictions it is after certain it was i thought it was okay it, and essentially what it said is like right now if you are have a dismissal 
a judgment of acquittal or something like that, you can seal your criminal record, but that basically means that you were found not guilty. This bill would change it to where people were found guilty for like most minor misdemeanors would have the ability after a few years after their sentences are completed to have it sealed and taken off their record to help prevent from lingering throughout their life. I thought that was a really good one. I thought it was something that maybe the legislature was doing positively this year. Agreed. You know, these are things that liberal ideas that should be pushed. No, it definitely is. And, you know, hopefully it will help people help a lot of our incarcerated people who get out and don't find employment and it leads to that pipeline to prison and it's repeated hopefully it helps those numbers go down ending that circle of going right back in the system and one yeah. one thing i thought that was terribly poignant today that i read is seth i think his name that actor's name is seth rogan <laughs> he's doing like this whole weed uh, i don't know what he's doing oh um sealing of weed records and stuff like that um I know no, Boulder doing, and Denver were taking a lead Seth on something Rogen like that. Seth Rogen is doing a, a weed industry kind of like branding. It's a whole new brand he's rolling out. It's the actor. Just like a way of like viewing marijuana and stuff like that in a yeah, different light. Yeah, like, he's doing his own brand of marijuana in California. And somebody somebody's poignantly pointed out like until like, you know, people of color and uh, have been like forgiven for a quarter – and. Uh, ounces of weed, just simple basically. possession yeah mm-hmm. maybe like we shouldn't be like encouraging seth rogan to you know like to have the gap of weed i see what you're saying or the using weed. using his affluent yeah. comings and stuff like that to his, benefit off of something that people have suffered from and are still suffering well from. also exactly. like he was a known weed user before exactly. yeah um and, never, and nobody ever went after him yeah. right like the cops didn't break in his door and get down his stash yeah, but, but I mean, all known. There, there's there's a lot of celebrities in both like are all kinds of racial spectrums that have ah, probably Snoop used Dogg. marijuana and haven't had their doors broken down. I mean, yeah. Snoop Dogg Matthew did get McCarthy. tried for murder one time, and I think he has been caught with marijuana before well, at airports. A, but murder is a whole different. Yeah, subject, it's a different nature. And that was before he was really famous. It was early on in his career. Yeah. yeah. But and murder was the case that they gave me. I mean, like here's my thing though: if it actually does bother you, then you don't have to buy his weed. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a fair point too. I mean, the, the invisible true. hand of the market. That's the, like, that's that that's how you like protest. It's the boycott. Yeah. yeah. But it was a really good point to make that you know why are people paying it? And the same with Miley Cyrus's mom making a big like tweeting out a picture of herself with a bunch of weed. Like that's showing your privilege right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. Right. I would say that. Yeah. Uh, I guess she has to be married to Billy Ray Cyrus, and that's that's gotta make you want to smoke weed a lot. Billy Ray is back on the country charts. <laughs> Him and his daughter finally dipped their toe into the same waters of black music. No. They both partner. They both profit off of black culture. They're both benefiting. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, by doing a remix to a country song made by a black guy, and then they're like, "This isn't country off the country charts." <laughs> Have you heard it in Spanish? I really thought you were referring to Miley Cyrus tweaking or twerking. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I mean. Tweaking, too, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Can we actually call it twerking? Because what she was doing was shaking a backside. Like, she had nothing What's to twerk with. What's the difference? I'm, okay, so there is a difference. There is but, a very big difference. Uh, <laughs> have you seen Cardi B? Cardi B twerks. I would, say, I would say it was an attempt at twerking. Whether or not it was successful is a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but I would still say it was probably twerking, yeah. Okay, well, you know. I, I mean, it's bad. It doesn't mean it wasn't twerking. That's what she was going for. Anyway. I mean, you know, people do the moonwalk poorly. If it doesn't look like moonwalk, we don't call it <laughs> so, moonwalk. I still call it a moonwalk, and I suck at it. <laughs> it's still fun to try. Is that 
Sorry. Well, I can't even watch that documentary. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was the meme that Saeed sent me. I'm sorry. We're going to be cutting so much of the show. Yeah, we really are. We're sort of rambling a bit. <laughs> okay. Watch out. What else do we want to go into? Oh, I know. I know. Cassie wanted to talk about Albus Brooks. So I don't know nothing about Albus Brooks. That's you. Yeah, I Albus mean, feel Brooks free to dive in. Candy Sidabaka. So, what's Candy's chances looking like? I sounds like everybody's wanting some candy. I definitely don't want any uh, Albus. People had enough of him. Yeah, well. He's like Hancock on steroids. I think that's a fair statement. I, so you gonna vote for him, Harris? I don't if think he's it's going to win. It's going to win. That's a, yeah, votes for winners. Wait, okay. You two live in Denver. You guys want to say who you voted for? No. God damn it. You said? For which one? For mayor? For mayor and council person. Oh, yeah. I voted for Hancock. Yeah. See, I told you you did. Big up, Mikes. <laughs> You're a horrible, horrible mayor. But everybody else <laughs> would be worse. Everybody else could be worse. Mic drop. Um, so, I still haven't decided. Okay. Still working on it. My leaning, I think, is uh, Lisa Calderon, just because I feel like she has a good chance of winning. Okay. You don't like her too much? Oh, I like her a lot. Okay. I just, like, I think she has a, she's very, very intelligent, and mm-hmm. she, she can handle, she can handle big things, and she doesn't harass her security. I firmly believe in voting for people who are going to have a chance of winning. Like Trump. Um, going to have a chance of, <laughs> I voted for Hillary. And I felt bad about it. <laughs> it actually For how makes long me, did you... I'm always going to feel bad about okay, it. Okay, good. Okay, she called my people super predators, and she made a generation of people afraid of black people. I'm always going to feel bad about having to vote for her. Good. Okay. It makes me feel bad for being a Democrat, because this is the type of shit that Democrats believe in, I which is why you. Joe Biden will probably be our next presidential candidate. He probably will be, actually. <laughs> that, that's a fair assessment. So, but yeah, no. Hard to tell. Big up to Mike. You know, Peg Pearl. Good for you, Timothy O'Brien. You're the only person who ran for auditor, so Looks be like good. One. Um, what about three hundred? Oh yeah, give us some mushrooms. Fuck yeah! No, no, no. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's the other one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My thought went straight to give me some mushrooms. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Classic Saeed. Sorry. No, it'll be fine. And then, oh, Robin, you're probably going to be my council person again for at large. I'm going to say congratulations now. I do like the public toilets, um, the moving ones. And Christine, I don't know how to say your last name, but I apparently voted for you. You had a good website. You had a decent platform. Peace out. Okay, but what about 300 people? Not the not the mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> So was it yes for letting him camp and no for no camping? Yep. Um, I voted yes. You did? I did. Good for you. You know, um, if we want to turn this city into San Francisco, let it be. <laughs> also, at some point, it becomes a public safety and public health issue. If people don't have if a place to be, it, it just gets bad. Yeah. And if you see it in your face, maybe you'll do something about it. That's a fair point. That's that's a interesting way to look at it there is I, that, I that is a very good way to think about it i hadn't thought about it in that direction yeah i was thinking no for the sheer fact that i think there's better ways to do this i think there's more housing like projects we should be working on for them making sure that there's actual like safe places for them to be not just anywhere yeah. we but gotta do something we we've had the camping ban in place and we've done none of those things mm-hmm. and honestly what people do now is they just turn a blind eye to it and they're not 
you know, making it, it yeah. an issue, and they're not dealing with it. That's fair. At any appropriate way, you see it in your face. There's nothing you can do but exactly. do something about it. And honestly, like we've had some dead bodies around the campus this year mm-hmm. that have people who have sort of come to weather, and Absolutely. shelters yeah, are full, and days. we are not doing anything to address the issue. So why are we putting them at a greater risk? No, that's a fair point. That's a really fair point. Yeah, three hundred. Let people do what they want to do. Just let them live. I mean, 301. 301, let people do what they want to do. I want that one. That's the shroom. That's Saeed's initiative. That's not my initiative. (laughs) I just support it. (laughs) I'm all for decriminalization at the very least. I don't think drugs should be criminalized. I don't think people should be criminalized for using them. It's just, it feeds into socioeconomic and racial stereotypes constantly and really only serves to destroy poor and minority communities the shroom one any drugs really i mean this is a step in a direction that's really what it is yeah and you know if uh shrooms ever become like massively legal we should just jump on that train like white people did with weed (laughs) (laughs) at least to make it to where if you have them you're not in trouble yeah can we unpack this thing a little bit between uh albus brooks and uh, candy we can go back to it sure okay start unpacking let's unpack there's nothing to talk about (laughs) <laughs> okay, ignore Ares. I'm Look. not voting for any of them, so I can't. <laughs> I okay. can't vote for either, yeah. Candy Candy has uh, lived in that neighborhood f- in the uh, the Swansea uh, neighborhood. Oh, uh, there's like five points and stuff. Eh, it's, it's all together, all isn't together. it? All together, I don't know. Uh, Elria and Swansea. It's, it's Globeville, basically. Yeah, Globeville, Globeville Swansea. Elria, Swansea, yeah. yeah. And then, I don't know where Albus Brooks lives. Five points area, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... It, it's Candy's demeanor is a, a much better. She has a much nicer demeanor than Albus. Mm-hmm. Albus is basically yeah. He he does not te- he does not treat people with a, a great amount of respect, which I think as a council person you need to uh, treat your constituents with respect. I don't know. I think she's very smart. I think he's also very smart, but he does not have a a lot of respect for either his uh, constituents or the people he works with. I've met a lot of people who think that she's very arrogant. I don't find that to be true, but... I don't really know her much. Yeah. Uh, I think there's been, especially in this this election, there's been a whole lot of... There's been a lot of women running, and they're running together. Lisa Calderon with uh, Candy and Jamie Torres in um, Southwest Denver. There's a lot of women running, and they all run in, like, a herd. And I, I think that's where a lot of the negativity comes from, just a guess. I know lots of people who are on Team Hancock who really dislike Candy. Well, I mean, obviously she's opposed to the development that he is for. So, I mean, there's probably a big schism there. The idea of supporting local communities and maybe stopping, like, pushing people out of their homes. I'm sure Hancock isn't. I mean, he'll say he's not for that, but look at what his actions show. When you think about fundamental differences and structures the way that our society and city are supposed to go, I imagine they, they have very big differences there. Which kind of brings me back to Crescenta Duran versus Deget. Um, What's I, the difference? Well, the only well, one is from she was born in Japan, and the other one was born in Southern Colorado. That's the only difference. I don't understand why we're putting resources into this primary. Because we have to. Because there is a primary. Y- yeah. Because of I what? guess. 
Crisanta decided to do. I Instead of deciding to run for states or U.S. Senate, she decided to run for U.S. Congress against the well-established congressperson who has basically the same agenda and platform as she does. She's not going to be able to differentiate herself. Except for the fact that she was born in Southern Colorado and, and, and is was... Latina. Yeah. That's it. That's pretty much it. She's yeah. not I an immigrant. For Sarah Rao. She's, she was much more different than... I mean, I get you, like, Sarah Rao was a little more aggressive, but the platform was basically the same as I'm not the white lady. Well, she was also a child of an immigrant. I don't know. She's just much... much I don't know. Okay, let's take I'm a vote asking. here. Yeah. Let's take a vote here. Do you think Diana DeGette will keep her seat within the next 15 years? I think if it's Crisanta Duran-type people, then yeah. Ayers? Probably. She has it until she doesn't want it anymore. I think she's going to have it in unless we get a millennial who's like Jonah Goose. Yeah, but Joe's already a congressperson. I said like Jonah Goose. <laughs> yes, we'll need somebody who's more liberal, who's willing to push the sort of ideas of like universal health care, uh, who's willing to push ideas of like helping homelessness and stopping wars and stuff like that. I mean, until we get someone who's young, new, has these ideas that they're willing to to tout, like, she's not going anywhere. I agree, unfortunately. I think we're using our resources wrong in the the Duran versus uh, DeGut. Eric, you're awfully quiet over there. What are you looking up? I was trying to find out who Candice is. Candy Sidabaka? That's why I couldn't get the name. It's Candy. With an I. But while you're looking up that, I want to throw out this one that I just found. Uh, it's the authorize and tax sports betting. What? So basically, they're trying to authorize taxing sports betting in the state. So we're gonna be able to bet on some sports here. Put, I'd be all I'll put twenty bucks on the Broncos. A, uh, sports book, right? I mean, yeah. Delaware is doing it. New Jersey has been lobbying for a sports book forever. Um, Why are we so against gambling? I don't know. I think it goes to people's notions of what is fair and fair play, yeah, and, well, the fact yeah. you know things like sports. And integrity of games, but yeah, but as long as the players aren't betting on themselves to lose, then what's the issue? I have no issue with it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the money's changed, right? Like most sports yeah. pay so much now. I mean, I might be able to go bribe a Rapids player, but <laughs> 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 most sports have changed so much now that yeah. we're never gonna have the was it nineteen oh eight Blackhawk scandal and yeah. or, <laughs> or White Sox yeah, Black Sox you're scandal. Not have the mob like trying to hurt some player or something like that for some gambling debts or something exactly and it's not going to make it more pervasive i mean as long as there are sports books available internationally and in vegas yeah you can still bet on horses at uh, havana racing in aurora we used to do that out at, by the uh, aurora reds bar yes me too yeah dude i used to live out there we should do it again you want to go bet on some horses yeah all right I'm not allowed back at the track. Can I wear the big hat? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and move on to final thoughts. Eris, do you want to go first? You had the one teed up. As you all know, I have been following the CU presidential search uh, for the system-wide president for some time now. And last week, the Board of Regents put together their best candidate to go around and tour the university campuses. Mark Kennedy, fuck you, dude. And fuck the Board of Regents for putting you up. Honestly, I've never met somebody who has the track record of hating gay people, who of hating minority communities, and of hating women's rights and reproductive rights more than you. 
Well, there are people who will do it more than you. But you're the only one who's going to be in charge of the CU system because the Board of Regents seems to be wanting to put you up in all opposition to every single person on every single campus who is offended by your presence, who thinks that you are going to come in and do things like remove certain rights that we have from our healthcare packages and going to take us back to the Stone Ages. CU likes to pride themselves as innovators. We wanted to lead the country. We wanted to lead medicine. We wanted to lead education. And guess what? Homie, you coming from North Dakota, you don't lead shit. Mine's just a big hug out, hug out to my friend Rochelle. I know you're going through some tough times, and I just want to say that we respect you and we love you and we um, we support you through these tough times. You're doing some excellent work at the legislature, and we got your back. We care about you, and don't give up. That's all I got. My final thought is going to be just sort of an overarching theme with the legislature. We, we elected a pretty liberal le- legislature this time around. We expected them to push through some pretty liberal ide- ideas and agendas. I mean, at least that's what everybody expected. Uh, they've fallen flat on their face on a couple. They've moved in some good directions on others. And I know we've covered a bunch of stuff in this podcast before about it. In essence, I just want to say everybody step up your game but at the same time keep pushing the way you're going because it seems like there are good ideas coming out we are making positive steps but it seems like we also get in our way sometimes we we block ourselves from being able to push ideas because we try to go too far or we try to not go far enough for but i know you're trying so keep trying whether it's good or bad trying is you know debatable but Trying is trying. Some of y'all are trying. Some so, of y'all are lazy. Check yeah, the egos and get more yeah, teamwork. Yeah. Okay. But that's all the time we have for Politically Pissed this week. We hope you've enjoyed it with us. And uh, we'll see you next time. Say bye, y'all. Easy. See you later. <laughs> Solid and we don't need to kick them. This is no southeast and western. Yeah, guns close doors to the system. Yeah, fuck them when we say we're not with them. We're solid and we don't need to kick them. This is no southeast and western.